What's up, everybody? Zach here. One of your two favorite pairs of balls in the podcasting game. Since corporate America is still sleeping on your boys, and we don't have any advertisements to promote right now, in lieu of that, we're accepting Venmo donations of $2 for whatever you'd like us to say on the podcast. As long as it's not anything hateful, mean, cruel, anything that'll get us canceled, anything extremely negative, we'll go ahead and say it. If it's a joke, if it's something loving, if it's just something fun, if it's you talking about Paul Pierce sharding, for example, we're all about it. Just go ahead and Venmo Sean-Janos, $2, and he'll say whatever, and then go ahead and Venmo Zach-Lane-15, $2, and I'll read whatever you want. Thanks a lot, everybody. Now back to the podcast. Listen. Welcome back to episode 8 of the Balls Out Podcast. The NBA Finals are underway. The moment we've been waiting for all season. Uh, we got the Bucks and the Suns after the uh, the Bucks just took care of business against the Hawks. Um, right now it is... What the fucking day is it? It's Wednesday night. Uh, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> how time, are you tonight? Time is just a concept, dude. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, it's the day between Game 1 and Game 2. Got it. That's literally all that matters. It's an off day for the NBA. That's what matters. <laughs> it's uh, the day before I get to see you, actually. <laughs> yeah, dude. Today is the day before I get to see you. I'm so fucking excited. Today is also, potentially, the day my Tampa Bay Lightning are going to win the Stanley Cup. Because I'm a diehard Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Have been for forever. Were you even living there for the beginning of the hockey season? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, I've been living here for long enough to call myself a Lightning fan. This is the first time I've been living in a place that they have actual major sports besides the WNBA. Which, WNBA, I do respect you, and I love you, and I'm a diehard Sun fan. So, don't, co- yes. don't come at me with the fucking WNBA hate here. Yeah, shout out Dewana Bonner, Quell Jones, and Brianna Jones for uh, making the All-Star team this year. Brianna Jones' first appearance. Great job. Yeah, dude, I know all about them. And I definitely knew they did that. Nice, Cause dude. Because I'm, I'm a huge supporter, obviously. <laughs> so, we're not here to talk about the Connecticut Sun. We're here to talk about the Phoenix Suns. <sighs> nice, right? Jesus, dude. Professional transition ass. Yeah. So, like we mentioned last year, the Suns are finally here for the first time in 28 years. The Bucks. First time in 47 years. 47 years, dude. Long drought for the Bucks right there. There's probably tons of Bucks fans out there who have never seen them in a championship. Yeah, that's pretty sad. I mean, being a Bucks fan in general for a long time would be really sad. It'd be like being a Knicks fan for like 20 years straight. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Self burn. You think a Suns and Four guy was uh, around for the um, 93? Finals with uh, Barkley where they lost to Jordan. Wait, what did you say? The Suns and Four guy. Who's the Suns and Four guy? Are you kidding me, dude? Do you live under a rock? <laughs> dude, I'm not on social media. I'm out here reading books, brother. I'm getting knowledge. Well, there are definitely books and songs written about this guy. You fucking. I don't even know who. The, I have no idea who this guy is. Remember when there was that fight in the Nuggets Suns game, game one? 
Is that the one where uh, Jokic's brothers were threatening Devin Booker? And no, that was the last game where Jokic got thrown out. Yeah, these were just fans in the stands. Okay, who got into a fight though? These fans. They're just guys. Oh, wait! <laughs> I didn't even know this happened at all. Yeah, it's actually mind blowing to me that you didn't hear about this. It's because I'm just reading the dictionary in the atlas. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're, you're looking at the pictures in a Guinness World Record book 2008. <laughs> Just like... Dude, you got from a book which, fair. Which one's going to impress my friends? Which one's going to impress <laughs> my friends? But uh, the, the Suns fan, the, the, the fight gets broken up. He's finding this guy in a Jamal Murray jersey. And he just puts up four fingers and yells, Suns in four! At him. And then uh, the Suns <laughs> one in four. He, he manifested it. Wow, dude. Well, that guy fucking gets it. Yeah, dude. And then uh, Booker reached out to him on social media. He found him on like uh, Twitter or something and gave him tickets to a game. That is the only thing I know about the situation. All I knew was that Devin Booker gave a fan free tickets to a game, and I had no idea why. And then I heard something about a fight, and then I was like, dude, did Devin Booker give a fan free tickets to a game for fighting somebody? Because that yeah. seems... Like, pretty controversial, but also pretty legendary and hilarious. Definitely a, a slippery slope, something that we don't want to see repeated, but in this one-off <laughs> instance, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's like, dude, you punched that guy in the face? Oh my god, you gotta come to another game, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're the type of fan we need out here. <laughs> you're a hit at these things, dude. Literally. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're a riot. <laughs> Literally. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I didn't know about that guy, though. Yo, uh, another crazy thing about the Suns, though, for the listeners that don't know. Do you know what the Suns mascot is, dog? <laughs> I don't. I know what it is. <laughs> it's just a gorilla. I, I don't <laughs> fucking get it, dude. Doesn't make They're much the sense. Phoenix Suns. They should be wearing the Jackie Moon costume from Semi-Pro when he's got the fucking huge son and he's trying to get him to do the synchronized <laughs> dance moves. You know uh, who the Connecticut Sun mascot is? <laughs> Please tell me it's a gorilla, bro. No, dude. It's, a, it's this big, big orange guy named Blaze. <laughs> yes. How fucking sick is that, dude? He's so cool. That's so hilarious. Does he wear sunglasses all the time? Because that would be fucking great. Ah, uh, does he have sunglasses? I don't think he has sunglasses. But he must. Why can't he I must, picture him? Dude. The future's so goddamn bright. And his present. He's literally the sun. He's literally my son. No, he, he doesn't have glasses. He's just kind of a big furry guy. <laughs> oh, he's not wearing our sun? Glasses? <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. Yeah, no sunglasses on Blaze. It's but just one a big furry guy named <laughs> <laughs> <Big> Blaze. <laughs> Honestly, Sam. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the type of dude your parents tell you to stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you going over to Blaze's house. I don't know if his parents are home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That guy's way too furry. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Blaze and all. That's pretty chill, but. <laughs> <laughs> What's good with all that hair? <laughs> yeah, dude. One one mascot that does have sunglasses is who used to be really sick was uh the Bobcats mascot Rufus. I fucking oh, dude. I would die for Rufus. He was so cool. Yeah. 
Rufus was the man. Rufus is like the coolest mascot. Yeah, sad to watch him go. Yeah, but the, the horns mascot's kind of thick. Did you say kind of thick? Yeah, dude, kind of thick. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Is it just a hornet with a fucking huge ass, bro? Is it the queen bee? It's Beyonce. Is Beyonce the hornet's mascot? Oh, I guess he's not thick. I don't know. I pictured Hugo as thick. <laughs> wow, his name is Hugo the Hornet. Yeah. That's lame, uh, dude. I think he's thick sometimes. Look at his name. <laughs> he's thick sometimes. He just had a huge meal the night before. Yeah, dude. He fucking got injections. He's like, oh, man, I'm feeling so shitty. And you're like, damn, that ass is looking rocking, Hugo. <laughs> Keep it up, brother. Yeah, I- I'm a Hugo supporter, I guess. He's no Rufus, but pretty cool. <laughs> it's a close second. <laughs> He'll get the job done. He'll get you sprung for an NBA mascot at least. <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> Phoenix going from a Cinderella bubble team that went eight and zero and still missed the playoffs to uh, finals team now up one zero. Pretty interesting. Yeah, dude, that bubble run last year is pretty nuts, and the fact that they missed the playoffs after having that bubble run. I mean, I expected them to be good this year, but not, like, mm-hmm. really good this year. But this I definitely, the general consensus. Yeah, I definitely didn't think that 8-0 run in the bubble was a fluke, but I also didn't think it was going to be like, all right, we're going to make the playoffs, uh, be the two seed in the West, and then be leading well, in the NBA we? Finals <laughs> type of deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I, right. I mean, I expected them coming into this season to be, like, probably, like, bottom half of the Western Conference playoffs. Mm-hmm. And now they're just now they're absolutely slaying it, but they are also the most healthy team left on the board. So there's that. Yeah, not, that's that seems to be what it came down to. Our our league MVP was just was the superstar who stayed the healthiest. Right now, our finals leader is currently the team that is healthy at the right time. Like I mentioned last week, we um, I mean Phoenix lost Chris Paul for an important stretch of the playoffs, playing against tough teams like. The Lakers and the um, the motherfucking Nuggets. Yep. But came back when it mattered. They were really resilient without him. Made it work. Yeah, campaign stepped in for him pretty nicely in a couple of those games. He had like 29 in one game without him. Right. He came off the bench in uh, game one against the Bucks and was just like got a little hot and started firing heat checks. He hit one like 28 to 30 foot bomb and, <laughs> and then went down the court and chucked another one and missed that one and that, that ended the campaign heat check but solid spark off the bench they had Booker out of the game early in the fourth that guy is good but he's a fucking menace bro he just comes in jacking it up and just fucking flops all over the place his flopping I, think, I like campaign so much but his flopping just pisses me off beyond belief but he's a he's a really good spark plug. I feel like he could be. I don't know. I don't know if he could be your point guard and you'd be like a really good team. That's like your starting point guard, but right. Maybe he seems like a Terry Rozier type. Like his best suited role is probably coming off the bench as the first guard and just being that spark. And that's kind of that's what he is here. 
You know, he's kind of filling his role terrifically. I don't see very many players that are as fast as he is on the court. Yeah, he's so quick, and his decision-making is really, really quick, too. Like, he always, mm-hmm. as soon as he gets the ball, you can tell, like, he knows exactly what he's going to do. Also, speaking of that, if you watch Brook Lopez, he knows before he gets the ball, like, on the possession, at the beginning of the possession, like, in his head, you can tell Brook Lopez, like, dude, I'm going to shoot it as soon as it touches my hands. And then, as soon as he gets the ball, it doesn't matter if the defense is in the paint watching him at the three-point line, or if it's fucking just breathing in his mouth, doing mouth-to-mouth and, like, hugging his body. <laughs> He's like, dude, this is my shot. I'm fucking yakking it. And he just lets it fly. And it's so funny to watch every time. Because you can tell, like, when the defense is close, he'll hesitate real quick, and then they'll be like, nah, dude, I said I was going to shoot it. And then he just fucking <laughs> yaks it anyway. It's I let awesome. that thing fly. Dude, Rec Lopez always be letting that thing fly. <laughs> so, uh, pretty interesting thing I just caught on to. Um, the Bucks are, in their last four games, they've had Giannis for two of them. And they are 2-0 and without him and 0-2 with him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bill Simmons, <laughs> call, call, call the Ewing Theory. Call the Ewing Theory Committee. Oh, yeah. So, uh, kind of crazy stuff. I mean, helps that Brooke Lopez had a career game, career playoff game <laughs> in one of those. In, in game five against the Hawks, he had 33-7 and seven with four blocks. Shot 14 of 18. Oh, just fucking n- insane efficiency. Just unleashing a dizzying array of post moves. <laughs> yeah, Brooke Lopez looking like me in that game, dude. Just taking motherfuckers to the washing machine, hitting it on spin cycle real quick. <laughs> Yeah, Jer- sure. And th- Jeremy. Yeah, and game six, Drew Holiday has a 27-9-9. Middleton, 32-7 and seven assists. Um, Middleton is almost certainly the X factor in almost every Bucks series, it seems like. Just about every single Bucks game, it seems yeah. like. Because that, was it the game that they went down? When Giannis went down, Middleton had a shitty game? Yep, he only had 16. Yep, they lost a the game against the Hawks where Middies had like 15 or something like that. That was pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, literally any game that he goes off in, they ended up winning. He he had right. in the first finals game he had 32, but or not 32. That was game six against the Bucks. In the first finals game he had 20, 29, 29, but it was on 26 shots. So right, like, he was just doing best. that thing where he. He kind of does what Jason Tatum does. He's like, I'm not going to make a move. I'm not going to get any space. I'm not going to run a play. I'm just going to take maybe one step to the side and chuck this contested jumper, and maybe it'll go. And it went a lot in the second half. He is the reason this game stayed close all the way until the end because it it seemed like the Suns were playing so much better. They are playing team basketball, getting every loose ball, playing terrific defense, getting open shots, but... Milton was just sh- shooting the Bucks, willing them in, like to stay in the game. But without Giannis or Drew Holiday also going off alongside him, they really don't have a shot. Yeah. Also, Suns getting every free throw is what I would say if I was a mm-hmm. fucking Bucks suck boy, dude. But like, uh, the disparity I, was twenty six to sixteen. It wasn't like that. Good. It wasn't anything like super crazy. A ten free throw attempt difference is like not 
insane. It leveled out towards the end. Giannis started getting put on the line. But throughout most of the game, it was pretty lopsided. But I didn't mm-hmm. notice any egregious calls, you know? I didn't like yeah. that they gave Brooke Lopez the flagrant for sliding underneath Chris Paul. I kind of really hate that rule. Oh, I hate it, too. Flagrant on that is garbage, dog. He's really just trying to so contest dumb. the shot, so I don't think it's unnecessary. Right. And speaking of Brooke Lopez, he got played off the floor here. The the Suns were just lo- keying in on that matchup and just getting the um, the Bucks were happy switching everything. So the Suns would just switch uh, Lopez onto Chris Paul or Booker, and he would just take him to school. So they tried Bobby Portis, same thing. Saw, uh, Sought him out, annihilated him. Did Thanasis get a single minute last night? I didn't see. Um, I don't believe so. No, he didn't. We were talking about that before the game. How Thanasis is just like Thanasis is just the guy that goes in for like two minutes, gets four fouls, and then they just take him out right away. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't think he's in the rotation in, the, in a finals on a finals team, but. Uh, the Bucks down the stretch they opted to go with Connaughton and Forbes along with Holiday Middleton and uh, Giannis didn't see much Tucker out there they went super small trying to shoot their way back into it but I think that uh, that six man rotation there of Tucker, Giannis, Middleton, Holiday Connaughton and Forbes has to be the guys because you can't let the Suns pick on your big slow guys out on the perimeter if you're dead set on switching everything. Yep. Well, it's just tough, especially because they have two guys that can do it, because Chris Paul can slow it down, run the pick and roll, just get fucking Brooke Lopez on him, dice around a little bit, bam, step back mid-range jumper, and it's fucking dripping. And then Devin Booker, if Chris Paul is out of the game, Devin Booker is just like, oh, word, now it's my time to be Chris Paul. And then he just pulls the guy out, sauces him down real quick, nails like a fadeaway mid-range jumper, mm-hmm. and it's too easy. So they just, they have two guys that are equally capable of getting their own shot off the dribble yeah. against any slow-footed big man. Against most players in the league, but especially against slow-footed big men, they're just going to cook them every single time. Yeah, that's a gimme. And I saw Payne do it to Portis on an awesome fucking move to his left side, hit a little scoop layup and won. So, that guy can do it in stretches. We've already left, sung his praises. Left-handed? Yeah, left-handed. Even prettier. There's a, a scoop layup that he hit down the stretch in the Clippers series. I think it was that crazy game two. Oh, the one where uh, the dunk made. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's got that in his bag. Speaking of Aiden, Awesome game from him. Finals debut at 22 years old. He scores just as many points, 22, with 19 boards. Should we say what he was doing last night and also say his nickname? Uh, I'll let you do it. You seem really excited. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Uh, ask me what Aiton was doing last night. Uh, what was DeAndre Aiton doing last night? Dominating. And Went what's his well nickname? Um... Or ask me what his nickname is. <laughs> what is DeAndre Ayton's nickname? Domin Ayton. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> Tied it all together. Put a nice Too easy, on. bro. So I heard this interesting tidbit on a rivaling podcast. Um, they have just a, they just have a few more uh, listeners than us. 
Yeah, um, they're losers also. Yeah. Um, I forget if it was Kevin O'Connor or Chris Vernon, but they were, they said that Jay Crowder was, the, Crowder was the only player in this game with any finals experience. And he shot... Really? <laughs> yep, and he shot... <laughs> 0 for 8. Donuts, and was, bro. And was the only Suns player to miss a free throw. <laughs> what a so I guess cock, dude. That championship pedigree doesn't really matter this series. Oh my god, they just fucking Space Jam sucked away all of his championship pedigree as soon as he touched the ball. <laughs> but he had the highest plus minus in this game. Oh, never mind. He was doing what it takes to get it done. He was nasty. Yeah, he was guarding Giannis primarily and did a pretty awesome job. Giannis shot 6 of 11. Shot more yeah. free throws than field goals. Well, that's like Giannis's nightmare is having Jay Crowder guarding him after Jay Crowder guarded him in the fucking Heat series last year in mm-hmm. uh, the second round of the East when the Bucks got upset. It's his boogeyman. Yeah, dude. Maybe he's scared of the braids, bro. They're just too long. Too long, <laughs> too thick. He doesn't understand them. Yeah, um, a little bit of sad news from this game. Darius Sarek only played two minutes and uh, tore his ACL. Isn't sad. That's not sad. Uh, he is the ugliest guy ever, by your words. <laughs> why does he... Why? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's sad. Right, so that means his... he deserves to tear his ACL? I don't <laughs> think so. It's every player's dream to play in the NBA Finals, and two minutes in... He's probably going <laughs> to miss the beginning of the season next year. Yeah, you got a taste of it at least, right? Two, min- two minutes of NBA Finals, more than Melo can say, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm done feeling sorry for Dario Saric, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to make me feel bad for him while Melo still doesn't have a Finals appearance. Damn, that sounds extremely personal to you. <laughs> Nah, that is really sad, though. I didn't even know that happened. Poor Daria. Maybe yeah. fucking, maybe better for the Suns, though, that they're not going to trot him out to get fucking eaten alive by guys like DeMarcus Cousins that haven't even played in, like, four years, <laughs> so. Yeah, the Suns, they just opted. The only time they had, like, a legit center on the court was with Aiton. Um, Kaminsky only played four minutes. They were just putting out those terrific wings that they all have up and down the roster, like, Crowder, Bridges, Tory Craig, and Cam Johnson, who, by the way, I learned on the broadcast last night, is going for his master's and currently working on his thesis. Really? Yeah, he got his undergrad in th- three years at UNC, I think. Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. Going for his master's <laughs> and in the NBA finals at the same time, dog. Yeah, man, I'm like, bro, you can't be playing 21 minutes, you got a thesis due. <laughs> You're like, yo. You're gonna your homework's gonna be late, bro. You gotta take it easy. You gotta sit out this game. Let the yeah, you think You think he emailed his professor? He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna make it uh, next week. I gotta go to Milwaukee for final series. <laughs> um, uh, is it okay if my thesis is a little late? Oh, what's the excuse now, Cam? You playing the NBA Finals or something? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yes. <laughs> you can you can watch it ESPN nine o'clock. Oh, real good note you got here, Coach Monty. That's so made up. <laughs> what a fake name, dude. Nobody's actually named Monty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's signed by Chris Chris Paul, too. He's on it. What? Oh, the brother of that Cliff Paul guy, the State Farm dude? Yeah, whatever. 
Ooh, president of the Players Association, whatever that fucking means. <laughs> oh, yeah, more like president of Big Nerd Society. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah. More like president of acting in commercials with physical fallacies in it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shitty commercial state farm. We're still on to you. We're not letting you off the hook. I pointed out no, goddamn time, dude. It makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cam Johnson though. What is he like? I think he's is he twenty one or twenty? No, he spent he spent three years in college. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's older. Um, yeah, remember he, when he um. That was one of the big knocks on him because, like, everyone going in the lottery that year was a freshman, and he was, uh, he just finished his junior year. He's 25 right now. Jesus. All right. He's old. He's older than me. What a chump. <laughs> but a good pick. <laughs> yeah, see me when I'm 25, Cam Johnson. We'll see what's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he hit his first shot of his first ever NBA Finals, nailed an open three. Fucking legend. I was so excited to see it. Yeah, good for him. He did. Uh, he was in down the stretch. He was he played the most minutes off the bench. He was very good. Him and Tory Craig just put in phenomenal minutes for this team. They, you uh, sung the praises on this team's composition on an earlier pod, where it's like the playmaking by the book point guard, the electric scoring two guard, a bunch of wings that are switchy, great defenders, and hit threes, and then. This just very, very good center who defends the rim, gets rebounds, and finishes in the paint. Kind of like the most classically constructed team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the switchable wings, I mean, really huge for them because they have Bridges, Johnson, Crowder, and Torrey Craig, who can hit open threes sometimes. So that's like four guys right there to slot in at the three and the four at any time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you have like... Good starting wings, pretty good backup wings, and DeAndre. And I think he played like forty minutes last night. So uh, yeah, around that thirty-nine. Yeah. So when your center's playing like 39, 40 minutes, uh, he's basically the only center that you need <laughs> on the roster. He's playing most of the game right there. Right, and as I mentioned before, you kind of have to. I think the Bucks are just going to have to go with a lot more PJ Tucker slash Giannis at the five. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe they slide Tucker to the bench and start Connaughton. Or Forbes next game. Well, was Aiton guarding Brooke Lopez at the three-point line early on? Uh, they were giving him space out there. He he went three of three of five from deep. Kind of made he made them pay a bit, but his deficiencies on the defensive end really negate that. Yeah, I wonder if they put Aiton on Giannis instead though, because he can't shoot. Which would make a lot of sense. I mean, Giannis hit a three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait a minute. Yeah, he, he wound up the cat- catapult. Yeah, that shit is disgusting, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if they stuck Aiton on Giannis, then they could put, like, Bridges. or uh, Not put just another wing. Well, they had Crowder on Giannis, so they probably had mm-hmm. Aiton on Brook Lopez. But regardless, Aiton can defend Brook Lopez at the three-point line and be able to slide off into the paint, too, at the same time. And right. they're probably just not that worried about Brook Lopez from three anyway. He was three for five, and it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, I think you, you want to keep Aiden in the paint there because Giannis is just always a threat to get to the rim instantly, dunk on any peon that's sitting under there. 
Dunk on fucking Aiden, dude. He trucked Aiden and then fucking yammed all over his face. I'm like oh, in yeah. the first corner last night. Yeah, that was fresh legs, Giannis. It's uh, I don't think it's crazy to say that towards the end of the game he kind of faded, maybe a little sore. According to according to Giannis, his knee was swelled up to twice the size when he hurt it in Game Four against the Hawks. Dude, I would say the same thing if I was being a bitch in the finals. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> now he said this uh, like a week ago. I dude, I would say the same thing if I was being a bitch a week ago. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> so. The Bucks had uh, Holiday primarily on um, Booker, and he's on—he's obviously their best player, like fighting through screens, staying in front of guys. He's a generational defender, um, and he held Booker. Sorry, and he held Booker to eight of twenty-one. Put, he put up a lot of points, but it was mostly because of free throws. Do you think we see an adjustment where Holiday is shadowing Chris Paul next game? Yep, I definitely think Holiday is going to be guarding Chris Paul next game. Because Chris Paul ended up with 32, but it was on 12 of 19 from the field. So he is just so hyper-efficient. And Booker, he ended up with 27, but he was 10 of 10 from the free-throw line. So even with Holiday on him, he's still getting his free-throws. With another defender on him, he'll get free-throws regardless. Um, Booker, he's just such a nasty scorer, but he has... The tendency has like almost that mellow tendency a little bit to just take bad shots because he knows that he can hit shots from anywhere. So he'll right. just take like the occasional reckless step back, the occasional like stupid mid range fall away or something like right in a guy's face because he knows he can just hit it on him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you have another defender on ha on Booker, and then you kind of just try and live with the result, but. You really just cannot let Chris Paul dice you up beyond belief at this point. And no, I, if you have Drew Holiday focused. shadowing him like full court for most of the game, he's going to try and get the switches. He's going to try and get like the pick and rolls, get Bobby Portis or somebody on him. But if Drew Holiday can just fight over as much as possible, then or if they have Drew Holiday and Giannis, and if Giannis is the only big man, and they're just it's just, ah, it's so tough because Chris Paul can just pull anybody out, get the pick and roll, and then most of the time it's going to be a switch. Otherwise, he's yeah, just going to blow by. At the end of games, they weren't even picking on uh, Forbes. They were picking on Connaughton, and Connaughton looked slow. Yeah, He was the, the worst matchup at the, the end there. Ah, it's crusty. Yeah, because no matter what, there's going to be a guy out there that Chris Paul will be able to pick on. So it's just hoping that you can fight through the screens and stick with him and not have to switch everything, but... Then if you try and fight through and you just blow it and you're a little bit late, then he's just going to get a layup or a floater or like an open mid-range jumper. So it's tough, dude. This is like this is really looking like it's Chris Paul's shot to get a championship, which is pretty cool. You know who the Bucks could really use right now? Uh, Brandon Jennings, <laughs> circa 2013. <laughs> uh, no, they could use Dante DiVincenzo real bad. Yeah, they definitely could. I, I mean, just another live body, but a guy that actually just competes out there on defense way better than Connaughton or Bryn Forbes would be huge. Yeah, they'd be able to put like a a, mitch, a mismatched list lineup out there. 
That'd be really helpful. Yeah, he's also a better shooter than Connaughton, too, so he's just way yep. better in general. He's just a better Connaughton. Right. All right. Let me hear your prediction for this series. Sun's up 1-0. We'll be watching game two together over some libations tomorrow night. Yes, dude. Tributes to the gods of basketball going on tomorrow. Boys sipping down. I'm going Bucks in seven. Wow, dude. I want. I, I kind of wanted to pick the Bucks, but... Hey, do you're it. Leave, you're you're going to leave the door open for... Uh, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going with Come my heart. On. I'm not just. I'm not just going to disagree with you. I also have to go with the Bucks. Yes, dude. This is a Bucks-friendly podcast. I find myself rooting for Giannis when he's out there. Me too. Yeah. I. I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day, and I just like I don't even really know what it is, but there's a part of me, like I want Chris Paul to get his championship and everything. I think that'd be really cool. But there's a part of me that also just wants Chris Paul to not have a championship for the drama, and then. <laughs> There is just like the part of me that just really wants Giannis to get his ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, Giannis, he's at that level. He's one of the best players in the league. It makes sense to have Giannis win a ring. If this Suns team were to win, I feel like the Devin Booker gas would get incredibly out of hand. Oh, dude, I'm fucking. I'm all about it. I'll be sucking Devin Booker oh, left and right, dude. I'll be sucking him up and down the street nonstop. And also, no one's talking about Drew Holiday needs a ring. No one's talking about that. Oh, uh, I agree. I want Drew Holiday <laughs> to get a ring. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah, Drew Holiday's the man. Also, I want Bobby Portis to get a ring. Spent a little bit of time with the Knicks. I liked him. Didn't fight any teammates when he was on the Knicks, so I support it. Yeah, everyone says that the Knicks have great locker room culture. Hey, man. Better than the Bulls, I guess. Bobby Portis didn't punch anybody, any teammates in the face while he was with the Knicks. I would not fuck with Bobby Porras, dude. He's got crazy eyes. Crazy ass. Yeah, he also said that before every game, he imagines that whoever mm-hmm. he's matched up with, uh, what did he say, like, punched his mom or something like that? It's yeah. something really crazy. I can assume he's, like, in the pregame locker room just listening to, like, fucking scream. Like, not even music. Just, like, <laughs> high-pitched screams on headphones. And it's just, like, <laughs> making this scenario in his head where, like, his matchup, like fucking, who's like an average four in the league, like dude, fucking. He's, just, he's got an audio recording from his mom that just says, "Ow, Jay Crowder just punched me in the face." <laughs> <laughs> and he's just listening to that over and over, just fucking hitting dents in his locker, going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, I can't believe that Jay Crowder guy just punched me. <laughs> she has to voice it over every time. She's like, "Oh." Ow. Jay Crowder. Punch me in the face. <laughs> it's just Bobby Portis's voice that he fucking voices it over with. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's my mom right there, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Oh, it's a special kind of crazy. <laughs> it's so psychotic, dude. It's really wild. Yeah, I take one, but I would take one look at Draymond and be like, that guy might have punched my mom in the face. <laughs> I'd take one like, look at Devin Booker and be like, that guy probably fucked my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really pissed right now, but damn, mom. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Ford is just so mad that he can't smash Devin Booker. 
He's like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, mom, say save some for the rest of us. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I think on that one we're gonna take a break. Uh, unless there's anything else from this series you wanna head on. Seems like we really drove the point home here. Uh yeah, I would say that's about it. Still think Bucks are gonna do it. Yep, and I would agree. Uh I'll say six just to be different. Sons but, haters. Yeah. Daughter dads right here, dude. We hate sons. <laughs> yeah, dude, we, we better not show our faces around any of these games if we're get if we're offered free tickets because uh we might get our asses beat by Sons and Four Guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or maybe Giannis will just pay for us to go to the games, and then we'll just be like fucking Randy Marsh, and we'll just be swinging on Sons and Four Guy just to get more tickets. Yeah, he'll just see my last name and be like, ah, friendly Greek guy, yeah. Come to our game. <laughs> that's how Giannis operates. Yeah. Ah, friendly Greek guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does Giannis have a soul patch? It'd be awesome if you and Giannis were soul patch bros. And if Giannis is just like, oh, this guy with a soul patch, and he's my number one fan, I gotta bring him to the game. I don't think he does. He's got, like, a goatee. He's got the, the cooler soul patch. I mean, the lamer soul patch. I would definitely That's... say lamer, dude. Oh, no, he's got, a, he's got, like, a chin strap into a goatee. Oh, then it's way lamer. <laughs> Dare I say I it. Alright guys, we'll be right back. Do you think you're a gamer? Do you think you got a gunny? Well, I promise you don't. And if any of you shitters think you're good at Halo, think again. Legendary Twitch streamer and three-time back-to-back-to-back local LAN champion Fareed is accepting all Halo 1v1s. To get a match, DM him at FAR33D underscore on Twitter or follow at FAR33D on Twitch to put your skill to the test and probably lose whatever money you put up. Good luck. And... <clears throat> oh, sorry, just clear my throat there. Uh, we're back, everybody. <laughs> just a quick little commercial break. Pee break. <laughs> All the breaks necessary all at once. And in honor of the NBA Finals starting yesterday, we were just going to drop our most memorable NBA Finals moments on you guys. So, Sean, you want to kick it off? You got any real popping NBA Finals memories in the noggin? Yeah, so we're 23, so our, our scope is... Yes. Um, we're so young. Yeah, we're young, so our scope's a little narrow here. The first finals that I truly remember being deeply invested in was when the Mavs beat the Heatles in 2011. Like, when I think my first finals, I think that one. I kind of remember the Lakers-Celtics in 08, just because Celtics fans are all around me. But I don't remember it that much, I'll be honest. I was 11, I wasn't really that deep into basketball then. But I was actually ten because I have a late birthday. But <laughs> yeah, same here, dude. <laughs> Young bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a month from being eleven. I was like two months. Anyway, the personal information, bro. Oh, true. <laughs> that 
that uh, Mavs team with Dirk, ancient J-Kid, ancient Jason Terry, ancient Sean Marion, uh, Tyson Chandler, was just like kind of a ragtag group of vets surrounding Dirk, who changed the game for seven footers, going against the newly constructed Heat super team. And it was really, really good ammo for the LeBron haters, that finals. There was the, uh, the fact that LeBron couldn't score on J.J. Barea. That was, that was a big uh, talking point from uh, Skip Bayless and other guys like that. And, um, yeah, it was an amazing performance from Dirk. He was terrific. He really... Everyone knew that he was a generational talent, but then he got the ring to back it up, and that was really uh, huge for his legacy. Yeah, that finals was really, really cool because I was at basketball camp that year, and because of how nasty, just singularly nasty Dirk was in that finals. Like, nobody at basketball camp was talking about LeBron. Nobody's talking about Dwayne Wade. Nobody's talking about Kobe, RIP. Nobody's talking about Paul Pierce. Nobody's talking about, like, all these other guys. Everything was literally, every single shot anybody took in basketball camp that year was just a fadeaway with somebody yelling, Dirk, afterwards. And it was <laughs> so much fun. And everybody was so all about it, just locked in on Dirk winning the championship. So that was a cool <laughs> one. That was a fun one for me to remember, too. Also, yeah, the, um... that finals, LeBron averaged 17.8 points per game. I didn't realize it's that low. That's so fucking bad. So bad, dog. Yeah, that was very crusty. He took less field goal attempts in the entire series than Bosch did. Oh. Yeah, that's that's tough. Scared, dude. That was uh, LeBron trying to figure out the whole point LeBron thing. And uh, I guess uh, he figured it out over the years. Very next year beat the Thunder in five in probably the least memorable finals that I have in my brain. Yeah. It's not a very memorable finals to me either. The only thing I remember is because it was LeBron's first championship and my friend Aaron was a huge LeBron fan and we were watching in my basement and I remembered when the Heat clinched it that year and they won the championship. That was LeBron's first ship and Aaron was crying in my mm -hmm. basement and I was like, Really, Doc? This isn't fucking that big of a deal. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, come on, dude. This is LeBron winning the championship. But, I will say, if Melo was to win the championship, I would be balling my eyes out. So, I fucking <laughs> respect you, Aaron. Big time. All I heard was balling out. <laughs> like, balls out. Yeah, baby. All I heard was... Um, Balls Out Podcast. <laughs> it's just Charlie Brown adults talking. <laughs> wah, 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 balls out. Wah, wah. Next two years were um, both Miami, uh, San Antonio. Um, that first one, the one where the, the Heat won, I think is much more memorable, mostly because of the whole Ray Allen Game 6 shot where Greg Popovich greatest coach of all time notably didn't have Tim Duncan on the court ah oh, fucking asshole dude I can't even believe it 
I mean, yeah, because yeah, they were doing they were doing the small ball with Boris Diaw at center to go along with Chris Bosh, but dude, it's a defensive possession. It's a fucking defensive possession with the finals championship on the line. How do you not have Tim Duncan in the game to secure the rebound? Right, like you, oh, they had Diaw on LeBron because Diaw had that that moniker of the LeBron stopper. And on that possession, LeBron pulled a deep three. Maybe it was by design. Maybe LeBron had that third eye open, chucked the deep three, knowing, oh, Diaz out here. I got guys down there that can get this board. Maybe not. <laughs> Probably not. That but would be reckless, LeBron Burke, dude. Yeah. Relying on <laughs> just, offensive rebound. Just, yo, I'm about to miss this three with the championship on the line. And just, oh, my God, it's got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did. Chris Bosh brings in the rebound, um, almost uncontested, just bodies Ginobili, no problem, and then kicks it out to Ray, <laughs> sprinting into the corner, gets it up with that famous quick release of his and sends in overtime. Heat go on to win the game, go on to win game seven. Was it uh, was it game seven of that series where Duncan missed the fucking easy running hook shot too? I think so. I think that was game seven of that same series. It was reminiscent of that... uh. That Patrick Ewing missed finger roll. Yeah, because they were both they were both back rims. Yeah, uh, I just that was another reason why me and my dad were like, dude, this fucking series is so fixed. Because first off, Tim Duncan's just not in the game for the biggest possession on one of them, and then second, Tim Duncan shanks a fucking running hook shot. And I'm like, dude, this guy's made this shot a billion times, like with his eyes closed. And he shanks that in, like, key moments of Game 7. It's like, dude, they must have gave him the fucking bag to blow this game. Because <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, maybe. And then uh, the Spurs next year uh, win championship, breaking up the Heatles. Uh, I don't remember that one very well. Me either. I just remember it. I, uh, I remember I, it being just easy, actually. Yeah, it was like Spurs in 5 or 6. Yeah, it seemed like they just, like, were so nonchalant with the series. Yeah, and, like, the the, the writing was on the wall for the the Heatles breaking up. Yeah, they hit the fucking... They hit the Heatles with the I know what you did last summer in blood on the fucking mirror in their <laughs> locker room. They're like, dude, we stole a championship we didn't deserve. We're about to get fucked this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then we get, a. Uh, the next year, I think, was Warriors-Cavs Part 1, where Kyrie and Love go down. LeBron is just, like, carrying this corpse of a team along the way. And then, uh, inexplicably, the, the Andre Iguodala gets the Finals MVP for locking LeBron up. <laughs> when LeBron averaged, like, 35, like, 13 and 12 or something like that. It was just fucking yeah. Oh, but he sh- but he shot 39%, dude. But he shot under 40%. Yeah, no shit, dog, cuz he's the only fucking player <laughs> with a pulse on the other team. So he's taking every exactly. single shot. Like <laughs> I don't know, even. That one is crazy. That that one the only thing I get mad about is that Iguodala won the finals MVP because Steph doesn't Same. have a finals MVP and that one definitely Wild. Sh- fucking should have been his. Easily, yeah, that's crazy. Then the next, the next, yeah, then the next year's was one of the most memorable in my book. I remember this one very vividly. 
It's it's probably my favorite finals that I've ever seen, and that was uh, the Cavs 2016 3-1 comeback over the Warriors. Yep. The 73-9 and Warriors. This is my favorite one, too. This is my most memorable one by far because I fell asleep mm-hmm. during Game 7. <laughs> oh, nice. So memorable. <laughs> Dude. Were you dreaming of the 2017 of, draft class? Beginning of Game 7, fell asleep. Missed the entire game. <laughs> but <laughs> what I will say, no, I, I fell asleep towards the beginning of the fourth quarter a little bit. And then I woke up with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And I was like, dude, I can't believe oh, this. Oh, so you saw like one bucket. Never... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the fourth quarter was just dog shit besides the actual ending to it. So I missed basically nothing. I woke up. I was like, Dude, this is amazing. I never fall asleep and just wake up that fast. Like, never had a clutch time to be able to watch NBA games. I always miss the entire game. I woke up with, like, five minutes left. It's game seven. Like, I'm just watching along a little bit. Then all of a sudden, insane shit goes down after, like, ten misses in a row. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. then... It was, like, it was 86-86 for a decade. Dude, for fucking ever. Yeah, I fell asleep and I woke up. I was like, oh, dude, same score. This is too easy. I missed nothing. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's been eight minutes. What the fuck is going on? And then there it was. The faded sequence. Fucking missed shot by Cleveland. Warriors come flying down on the fast break. Kick ahead to Iguodala. He goes up. And... Blocked by James! Oh! And <laughs> I went fucking ballistic laying in my bed watching that. And I... Oh, I was crazy. Oh, oof, my God. I had no idea what happened. I was like, dude, he he definitely blocked it cleanly. I was like, I think he went up with both hands, too, and was just ready to send that shit either side of the fucking oh, backboard. Yeah. And he did. It that, was confirmed. That... And that highlights made a resurgence uh, in the last 24 hours following the Giannis chase down last night. People are, like, doing side-by-sides between them because they're they're so similar. Oh, my God. And just how they look. So similar. Except one was Game 7 of the fucking NBA Finals, dude, when it was go time. Yeah. Oh, right. That was they just, like They both ran from the same... They both, like, kicked into high gear at the same part in the court. It looks kind of cool side-by-side. I kind of hate that it's, um kind of making Giannis share the spotlight after he makes a highlight play, but pretty cool. It's a cool play to be compared to. It's a very cool play to be compared to. That's not... That's nasty. Uh, that's fucking... When it comes to the blocks, though, it's making me think of the Bam out of Io block on Jason Tatum last year. Dude, how fucking oh, yeah. raw was that one? That one was crazy. At the very end of the game... Oh, my God. Tatum comes in trying to yoke that shit to fucking get the dub, and Bam just swatted it out of nowhere. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah. Ah, blocks are blocks probably the coolest. Coolest thing ever. They're so fucking sick. Blocks and dunks. It's NBA jam shit. Blocks, Gotta love blocks it. and Dom and Aiden. Two coolest things ever, <laughs> and not even recency bias. No, not even. But then, uh... After the block, we get the Kyrie shot. When he hit that, dude, I had to just... I got out of my bed, I threw my underwear in the hamper, and I fucking... I was sleeping naked after that. (laughs) (laughs) It was was all over, dude. 
That was I was not sleeping through the night with those on after I saw that shot. That was <laughs> fucking insane, dude. And he pulls up in Steph's mouth, too. Mm-hmm. Just right in front of him. I remember going nuts when that happened. It was it's so vividly. I remember it was a Sunday night, and I was watching it in the living room with my dad. And he's, he's not that huge into the NBA. He likes basketball, but modern NBA is not for him. Wow, outing your dad on the podcast, dude. Come on. He's also a supportive listening listener. Shout out, shout out Mike Janus. Yo, shout out Mike you, Janus. Miss you, Mike. Would love to see you soon. Yeah, dude. See you Friday night. And um, Yeah, big facts. I'll see Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember, like, jumping up and down, being so fucking hype. I was... At the time, I was a big hater of the Warriors dynasty. Like, in hindsight, this is, I, I did this with the Heatles, too. In, in the moment, I'm, like, a big hater. I'm, like, oh, someone's got to take these guys down. Yeah, and right. then I look back on it, I'm, like, that was a pretty cool team. Dude, it's, this is a safe place. This is a safe, <laughs> safe place. <laughs> this is a safe place. <laughs> you can say you cummed your pants when Kyrie hit the shot. <laughs> You're not alone here. Oh, I loved it. And, like we said, just, like, how how rare baskets were down the stretch that were it just made that shot so that much more important yeah it was <laughs> yeah because like you said it was like 86 all for fucking forever and then was it actually 86 all and then that shot turned it to 89 86 because i think that might be the case i think it was and there, there were some free throws sprinkled in there i think lebron had a one for two trip in like Someone else might have hit two free throws on the Warriors or something. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think there were a couple free yeah. throws mixed in, but yeah. Regardless, crazy. And then and then Steph tried to J up Kevin Ooh. Love, tried to sauce on Kevin Love at the end. Fucking J him, didn't take him yeah, off dude, the dribble, I mean, and he hosed it. Love locked him up. It was so crazy to see how fast Kevin Love was moving his feet with a ring on the line. All right, so I just pulled up the the play by play, and it was uh, 89-89, and then the Kyrie three made it 92. Okay, so we were pretty close then. Yeah, yeah, I knew 89 was an important number there, so I just subtracted instead of sticking with it. But yeah, final was 93-89. I knew 89 is the important number, so I said 86. Because, you know, it's still pretty close. So with the Cavs up three, um, LeBron went one of two from the free throw line. That was the one of two I was thinking of, to put him up four and really put the game out of reach. Yeah, what a coward, dude. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, that was another memorable one. Then we get the two fucking KD on the Warriors war, uh, titles, where no, nobody else in the wow. league stood a chance. Where no one else in the league stood a chance. Yep. Honestly, to me, nothing memorable about this. No, it's that like... just That's like such a blur to me. It was just like, yeah, dude, they're going to win the fucking championship, so what? Yeah, I remember hardly caring. Was, but then the next year, it was a really good one. That was the... Raptors Warriors really good depending how you look at it. I I, I liked it. it. It sucked that all those injuries happened. Yep. To, to it was play, another one that was like, if the Warriors just had their full team, they would have fucking smoked it in the finals. But it was right. interesting because of the injuries and because Kawhi got a championship and the Raptors got their first championship. Right. And that brings us to last year, which I think will fade away. It will be remembered as the bubble championship, but it'll. I think it'll fade over time wasn't really yeah. anything that memorable from it i mean the heat's run was really amazing through the eastern conference leading up to it but the lakers just like handled them it was really 
not in question. Yeah, it might just end up being like, oh yeah, it was Anthony Davis's first championship. If he if he ends up winning more, or like, oh, it was LeBron's last championship or something like that. That might right. end up being what it is. It was LeBron's third with three teams. Pretty cool, or no, fourth with three teams. Yep. So that's pretty cool, right there. He was the first player to do that, to win three different teams. Yep. So that'll be like a bar trivia question at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's as important as that finals is. Yeah. So there we go. That's the rundown of uh, memorable and not memorable finals that we uh, watched through our lives. Yeah, most memorable easily would have to be LeBron in Cleveland. That was fucking right. amazing. Right. I was about to say the ones where LeBron is involved are just the most memorable, but then I was like, oh, LeBron was just involved in all of them. Yeah, he was involved in every finals for like <laughs> fucking 10 years straight. <laughs> yeah, like that Raptors-Warriors one was the first one that we mentioned that he wasn't involved in. It's fucking, it's crazy, dude. It's all the way back to the 2010-11 season. So crazy. All right, so, uh, all right, let's, let's get to these Venmos. All right, let's do it up. All right, so we got a, uh, a couple of Venmos each, and uh, I'm going to start with mine this time because it's uh, basketball-related, so then we can uh, put a bow on our basketball content and then go into some bullshit. So, yeah. good friend Bep. Thank you, Pauly P, Lonzo Paul, Bepis himself for this one. He asked me to... Uh, Compare the uh, the free throw chant, the one, two, three, between the Hawks fans and the Suns fans last night. So the first thing I thought to do was to pull the stats here. So against the Hawks, he was 15 of 28. That's 53%. And then against the Suns last night, he was 7 of 12. That's 58%. So he was a little bit better against the Suns. But I'm no fucking nerd. I watched these games, and the eye test is telling me that those Suns fans were way louder. The stage was way bigger. This was the NBA Finals, and I saw the look on Giannis's face when he was shooting these free throws, and I think the Suns fans got to him more, even though he shot a slightly better percentage. You know what, dude? I think the Hawks got to him more. How about why that? Do you, why do you think that? Numbers? Numbers. I'm a nerd. Confirmed. Wow, you fucking suck, dude. Ratting myself out on the podcast? Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I graduated in three and a half years. Yeah, so what, dude? Yeah, so oh, wow. I'm a nerd. Yeah, like so Cam what Johnson, I'm... dude. Oh. <laughs> nah, he's three, dude. He's fucking... He's a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a nerd. But, uh, yeah, th- thanks, Bep, for that Venmo. Um, final answer from me is going to have to be the Suns, and uh, we'll see how it plays out over the course of the, the rest of the series. Yep, and I disagree. Final answer. Sick. All right, Zach. <laughs> what's your Venmo? What's your first Venmo that you got from uh, one of our fans? All right, I got uh, an anonymous Venmo from the Two Incher Gang. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, it's just like it's this group of concerned citizens that are just uh, confused by this misunderstanding that's going on where everybody's saying that two inches is not a lot that two inches could be uh i don't know small or like disappointing in some way or whatever it's just like there's not a lot going on there or disappointing that's so funny have you uh has any of your basements ever been flooded you ever had water in the basement and if you had two inches of water 
two inches high of water flooding your basement. Would you look at that and would you be like, ah, ah, it's not a lot of water, it's no big deal. Or would you be like, damn, it's two inches, it's a, it's a lot of water, it's pretty fucking huge right there. I'd say that's a fucking lot, dude. I'd say that's a lot of water, right? Yeah, or like, it's way more water than I want in my basement. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that'd fill the basement right up, actually, is what you're <laughs> saying, right? <laughs> yeah, shit would be soaked. I don't even know if the basement could handle all that, truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, if you saw a spider that was two inches long. Ooh, that's huge. It, it, exactly, right away. It's huge. You wouldn't be like, oh, man, spider's pretty disappointing to look at, actually. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> I don't even think I would feel that spider if it if it was on me or in me or anything like that. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm almost a little too scared to touch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you never know what's going to happen. Dude. It's a wild beast right there. <laughs> or uh, if you saw somebody with some fingernails that were two inches long, would you be like, wow. would you be like, ah, this is, those are. Those are below average fingernails right there. Is Not that what you would say? <laughs> There's no fucking way you'd say those are below. You'd say, dude, those are huge fingernails right there. <laughs> so just so everybody just so everybody's set with it when we're talking about two inches, we're talking about oh, oh wow. Those are huge right there. Those fingernails are massive. Two inches? Let's uh Let's keep that same energy when we're talking about everything that's two inches, all right? Oh, yeah, and uh, ladies out there, if you go to the, the hairstylist, you're like, I want two inches off my hair. That's a big fucking deal. That's like making a big decision there to go two inches short on your hair. So uh, keep that same energy. Dude, uh, Sean, how tall are you? I'm actually two inches tall. <laughs> Dude, he's huge. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> I'm 69 inches tall. Uh, fuck. Damn oh, that's, it. That's sick, right? Yeah, it's really cool. It's actually way too cool for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, damn, I was hoping you were going to say you were 5'10". I was going to say, damn. Uh, no. I wish I could say that. Wouldn't those two inches make a big difference, huh? Mm, true. Six, six foot gag. Well, dude, that's the difference between you and 5'11". That's the difference between me and six feet. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> All right, sure, sure it is, dude. Oh Jesus, does it hurt? <laughs> does it hurt all the listeners <laughs> <laughs> that aren't six feet tall? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Trust me, listeners and co-hosts. Yeah. Oh, I got another one. Imagine you're looking in your ashtray and you see a two-inch-long roach, dude. That shit's bussin'. <laughs> Yeah, what do you what are you saying? Ah, oh, there's nothing left, dude. I'm not even gonna suck on that at all. There's <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> is, is that what you're gonna say? Oh, only two, only two inches. I'm not putting that in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it, you stoners, dude. <laughs> you're gonna fucking suck on that roach, guaranteed. <laughs> you're not even gonna light it. <laughs> you're not even gonna light it. It's a dick. You're just gonna suck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-inch dick. It's what we've been talking about the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So th- thank you for that submission, uh, anonymous tiny meat gang. I mean, average size yeah. meat gang. Anonymous tiny meat gang. Bop! <coughs> <coughs>
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, anonymous though. So we also got a uh, another one. It's really good. I'm excited to do this one. Another one. Another Venmo, and this one is from my awesome girlfriend Maggie. She asked me to draw a se- uh, not a self portrait, a portrait of Zach. A Reveal self portrait of Zach. A self portrait of Zach, because we are just so fucking the same person. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be me and then do the portrait. That's tough, man. That's a fucking tall task. Because you're for two dollars. <laughs> Yeah, you right. Gotta master human transformation. I just have to fucking shape shift. <laughs> but so I drew the portrait literally minutes before we started recording, maybe even seconds. And are you ready for the big reveal? <laughs> Dude, I'm hyped. So I had. Do two I get co- to critique too? Yep, and critique, reveal. All right. And I have to accept critique. So. Dude, penis not big enough. <laughs> I didn't even show you yet. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I only had a black and blue Sharpie. Okay. I'm so just going to be bruised the whole time. <laughs> it's just me after I got my ass kicked by some jocks. And I fucked up your teeth a little bit. I made them a little too small. You got, you got this big, beautiful smile that just lights up a room, and I really didn't do it that, that kind of justice. But I think it's good otherwise. Uh, thank you for buttering me up. All right, here it is. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I gotta say, I don't think that's bad at all. Not bad, right? And I am definitely shirtless. Yes. Okay, my critiques right now. <laughs> the mouth is pretty funny. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm I'm pissed about the mouth. It was like it was going really well until the mouth. The eyes are a little off now that I see it. But no, I'm just I am perpetually on mushrooms, so that's <laughs> why my eyes would be dilated to the entire size of the actual eyeballs. Oh yeah. Oh here, I'm I'm doing I, much more critique than you here. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, my critiques because my mouth does when I smile wide, my mouth does slope to one side a little bit, which is facts. You did nail that. Um Aren't I would say life. Yeah, you you know it's good. Um my hair, I think the way that it comes down in this, I think uh, it's coming down a little bit more off the center in this pick than it does in real life. Because it's it's like pretty it's like pretty slightly off of middle part in real life. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the bottom teeth. It looks like I pretty much just have half of my bottom teeth. <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. I made a bad line there. Like through your teeth, it's just a cavity. Ah, maybe I have a cavity right now. I've been a dentist in a while. <laughs> maybe you're opening me up to new, new things about myself I didn't even realize. Yeah, man. Besides, besides that, I would say like nose pretty solid. I got a pretty, pretty big size schnoz, and uh, the only thing I shaved. Well, I didn't completely shave, but I trimmed like my facial hair right before this episode, so it's just a little bit thicker there than it is in real life now. Oh yeah, I was going off some Instagram pics, and like we were already on the Zoom when I was drawing this, so I was kind of glancing up on you, at you, but the beard is mostly off Insta. Yep. Yeah, the beard is the beard is exposed on the socials right oh, yeah. now. It's uh, so, keeping it tame in real life at the moment. Trying to be a pretty boy. Oh yeah, and I know that this is an audio medium, so uh, 
those those of you listening, if you guys want to take a look at this picture, I'm going to post it to my Twitter and Instagram when I post this uh, this episode. So uh, give it give it a look and uh, let me know what you think. I will also drop both of these um, the balls out Instagram account. Oh, huge! Um, oh, balls out Instagram. It is balls out pod on Instagram for everyone that wants to check that out. Our beautiful B- artwork and other B A L L S O U T P O D. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, so we'll drop the pics there. Give us a follow and comment your critiques. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what's up. All and, right. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, so uh, let's see yours because th- you got the same Venmo, right? Also from Maggie? I got the same Venmo from Sean's lovely girlfriend, my good pal, Maggie Sells. Wow, so that's uh, had, that's uh, that's a score of three Venmos from Maggie. Three, count them up. Three Venmos. Uh, my girlfriend. <laughs> What's going on here? Huh? Wow, I, I'm counting a total of zero Venmos right now, and I'm counting Sheesh. a total of me angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. But yeah, I got the same one. Self, uh, self portrait. <laughs> See, it's so easy to say. <laughs> it's so easy. It's almost too easy. Some would say. Uh, I got. I drew a portrait of Sean. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna drop it on you right here. Easy thing. Humpty Dumpty, dude. Humpty Dumpty with a flat top. <laughs> Well, she said, she said, do my best. <laughs> and so, and so I did. You're <laughs> All right, I made it a little bit more of an actual flat top than your hair. That shit's fucking crispy, dude. <laughs> it's pretty fire, dude. If you got your hair in the flat top mode like this, pretty gaseous. Oh man. Um. I will, I'll let you know the dirty secret about your Humpty Dumpty body was that when I drew the head and then I did the facial features, I put them too high up. So then when I did your mouth, I was like, oh God, it just looks like he has the fucking biggest chin known to mankind, even bigger than the crimson chin. And then I did the soul patch and I was like, yeah, dude, it still doesn't even it out. This <laughs> is like so. I I gotta fix this a little bit. All right, I got some critiques here. So the soul patch is a square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the soul patch is a it's a square. Yeah, I I I think mine's more rectangular when you get close. It, it is hard to tell. I'll I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt there. The mouth is pretty curved. It's I look like the the Cheshire cat from <laughs> Alice in Wonderland with that smile. You are. I will be honest. I drew this off of a screenshot of you from a previous podcast episode. Okay. Okay. Pretty recent pick then. <laughs> yep. Um, that, that that's a fucking great nose, dude. You draw a good nose. Oh, thank you. I thought you were gonna say body. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm. I like how we both signed ours too. We're fucking official as hell. I'll be honest. I saw that you signed it, and I was like, dude, that's so cool. <laughs> Uh, the eyebrows are pretty fucking spot on. I got bushy ones, I mean, just the right amount of dark. Bushy brows, I know what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, eyes are good. You got this, the the little squint I do when I smile. You captured that well. 
Yeah. You did a good job with on the eyes. Um. Why am I wearing a tie? <laughs> You're official, <laughs> dude. Oh, um, nice. It's because I'm official. Uh, <laughs> you, had to, you had to go to work. <laughs> uh, Do I have uh, pants on? Am I wearing pants? Dumpty Trading Co. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not wearing pants. Alright, that's cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty pretty spot on. Balls out. Dressed like Winnie the Pooh if he was going to a meeting. <laughs> Just like Winnie the Pooh if he was fresh with his flat top, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and do I have ears? I thought I had ears. No, you don't have ears on here. I was wondering, <laughs> did I have ears on yours? Yeah, but I drew them and then I drew the hair, so they got covered up by the hair. <laughs> oh, likely story there. Dude, I, but now I'm looking at myself in the zoom. When I face straight, you can hardly see my ears. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was looking at the picture and like then when I looked at the picture that I drew, I was like, oh, I didn't draw any ears. And then I looked at you and I was like, dude, he doesn't have any ears. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have hair cover. I never noticed that, dude. My ears are just fucking. I never noticed it either, bro. Your hairs are clinging close to my head. <laughs> yeah, they're staying parallel, hardcore. They're running with it. Solid drawing, though. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> there was no preparing me to see that. Yeah, no. I showed Joe before, and he just looked at it. And he was, like his eyes just lit up. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Especially because I showed him it before I fixed the chin too. <laughs> Odd. <laughs> and he saw that and he was like dude you can't do that to him <laughs> you can't I was, like, I was like dude I know but this is the best I can do oh, that's I was going down for dink status but it was worse than that <laughs> yeah he was all about me doing the dink eyes <laughs> I look like a dink <laughs> but the Venmo was do the best you can, so I did the best that I could, unfortunately. That's right. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to get this episode out and get these up on our, these pictures up on our socials for people to look at. Yeah, me too. They'll be, they could be a good preview. Yeah. Th- thank you so much for those Venmos, Maggie. That was a terrific idea. You're, you're three for three right now. Yes. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Beth, for the fucking yep. good Venmos before, too. Yep, good and, pals. Uh, good pals dropping us good Venmos. Oh yeah, and uh, thank you to everyone who will be sending us Venmos in the upcoming episodes. Cause I know that's I know that's coming, right, guys? <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. We fucking really appreciate those Venmos. Everybody's gonna send. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys in advance. Otherwise, we'd look so stupid saying this right now if there were no more Venmos. And you wouldn't want your favorite podcaster to look stupid. Would you? I don't think you would. Uh, would you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're wrapping up here. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, you guys are terrific. Thanks for all the support. Keep on spreading the word. Keep on liking and subscribing. Again, give us your feedback on the drawings that we'll be posting. Um, Zach, is there anything you'd like to say before we sign off? <laughs> uh, I'm very nervous right now. <laughs> <I have to laughs> that. Uh and I gotta go change my pants <laughs> and that's about it yeah thanks to everybody for listening we really appreciate it thanks for the Venmos thanks for any of the shout outs thanks for any for telling anybody that you may have told about the podcast to listen um, yeah just keep on listening subscribing liking everything dropping the Venmos 
just getting us those fucking listens up, getting us getting us popping. Sweet. All right. Uh, once again, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace out, everybody.